0: Welcome in the Locked On Phillies, and folks, I mean, just an unbelievable, unbelievable win by the Phillies in Game 3. They scored 10 runs, they had 6 home runs, Aaron Nola was great, Bryce Harper is the greatest player to ever put on a Philadelphia Phillies uniform, bar none, and the Phillies are now a game away from eliminating the Braves and advancing to the NLCS. It's awesome, I love it, we're going to break it all down on today's episode. Let's get going. Yes, this is Locked On, Phillies. I'm your host, Connor Thomas. Thank you so much for checking us out. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to YouTube, all that good stuff. And today's episode is brought to you by Fandle. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit Fandle.com slash locked on to get started. And where we get started today? That was one of the great postseason baseball games in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies. Like, that was insane. It, it was incredible. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, the Phillies just absolutely steamrolled the Atlanta Braves. They beat them 10-2. They just they demolished them. They absolutely just took their souls last night at Citizens Bank Park. You could tell that the Atlanta Braves were, once again, not ready for the environment that they were walking into. They had no idea what they were getting. Well, they knew from last year, but it's just they're not ready for the moment at Citizens Bank Park. And the Phillies absolutely showed up. Aaron Nola, let's start with Aaron Nola. And what could have been his last start as a Philadelphia Philly. Like every time that Aaron Nola faces an opportunity to pitch in the postseason, he realizes it could be his last start in this uniform. He's an impending free agent in the 2022, 20, or sorry, 2023, what year is it? 2023 offseason. So it's something you got to take a look at every time he steps on the mound is how is he going to perform with that weighing on him, with that emotion, with that motivation? And he was awesome last night, like unbelievable. In a huge moment against a really tough team, Aaron Nola did what needed to be done. His final stat line, when everything was all said and done for his pitching night, five and two thirds innings, Six hits, two earned runs, one walk, nine strikeouts. That's unbelievable. Zach Wheeler just tied the Phillies franchise record for most strikeouts in a playoff game with 10 in Game 2. And you go out, if you're Aaron Nolan, you throw nine in Game 3 against this lineup. Like, that's insane. The bullpen was great. The bullpen did not allow a run. Matt Strom, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Orion Kirkring, Michael Lorenzen closing it down. I mean... Not a lot of high leverage bullpen innings because of the offensive explosion early on in the game, but the pitching staff was great, and Aaron Nola was outstanding. It was his biggest start of the year. He deserved so much, so much praise for what he did last night. He gave a nice tip of his cap to the fans as he walked off in the sixth inning, but I just I can't get over it. The guy who's been questioned, doubted, hated this year, and I'm not blaming anyone for doing that, right? Uh, like he has been up and down all season long. If you didn't have faith in Aaron Nola this season, you're in the large, large majority. But in the postseason, he's been zoned in. And last night, it was huge to get that. But the Braves scored first. So the Philadelphia Phillies, they had to go ahead and fight back from giving up the lead in their own ballpark. The Braves are insanely good when they score first. But the Phillies, it didn't matter because in the bottom of the third, you get a homer from Nick Castellanos to start everything off. You're like, OK, here we go. Uh, we're back. And then after a couple of weird kind of infield hits or a little like Trey Turner had this weird one that almost could have been an RBI single, but it didn't get out of the infield. Um, it was a nice play by Orlando Garcia, who We'll talk more about coming up. But you had runners on the corners for Bryce Harper with two outs. And then Harper hits a second deck moonshot. Are you kidding me? Stares down Orlando Arcia going around second. You know what's insane? You want to hear something absolutely crazy, folks? Last year, the Philadelphia Phillies played the Braves in the NLDS. That's not the crazy part. Game three was at Citizens Bank Park. Still not the crazy part. The third inning, Spencer Strider was throwing. Still not, not the crazy part yet. But Spencer Strider, of course, plates the ball to Reese Hoskins. He hits it a mile to left field. He does the bat spike that we've seen a billion times since, one of the great moments in Philly's history, and routes the bases in the third inning of game three against the Braves of last year's NLDS. This year, third inning, third game, NLDS against the Braves. Bryce Harper hits a nuke, stares down Orlando Garcia, the moment of this series so far. It, insane that it happened in the same inning and same game. Like, that's crazy. But – that really broke it open. That made it four to one. Then JT Ramudo had a two RBI double that made it six to one after a couple more hits. Bottom of the fifth, Harper hits his second. Insane. The Phillies already have three homers by that point, and two are from Bryce Harper, one from Nick Castellanos. The Braves got one back in the sixth, and then Trey Turner hits one in the bottom of the sixth to make it eight to. Uh, You think you're going to cut in the lead? No chance. Then Nick Castellanos hits his second of the game. Then Brandon Marsh hits another one. Both of those come. In the bottom of the eighth. I mean, that's just, it was insane. The Phils hit six homers. You know what that is, folks? That's an MLB postseason record for most home runs in a game. It just doesn't happen. You don't see that happen anywhere but Philadelphia. Because this fan base and this team is something special. I've been telling you all year how special these guys are. And they're going out and proving it. 104 wins in the regular season for the Braves. Didn't matter last night. 307 homers. Tied for the most in the history of baseball over the course of a season. Didn't matter last night for the Braves. I don't remember them hitting any out. I mean, the Phillies hit six. <laughs> the Phillies had six home runs. Are you kidding me? They're out slugging the Braves in this series like crazy. I, I just, I'm on cloud nine right now. The pitching, the defense, the hitting. I mean, it's all been amazing. And the Phillies are right on pace to do exactly what they did last year. A little bit later on, we're going to get into a preview of game four tonight an elimination game, a chance to send the Braves home. It's the same story as last year. Can you believe it? A slow start, a wild card sweep, a win in game one, a loss in game two and a game you probably could have had, in a Wheeler start, an iconic win in game three with iconic moments, a chance to close out in game four, Strider on the mound tonight. Like his comments about not wanting fans in the stands, and he wants it to be like 2020, the pandemic year, where stadiums were empty, guess what, buddy? We heard you. Yeah. Guess what you're going to hear? The loudest thing you've ever heard in your life. If I'm Spencer Strider, I would rather stand behind a jet engine than what he is walking into tonight. It's just going to be an awesome environment. And the Phillies, they created that by hanging it on the Braves in Game 3. If you think there's a lot of nervous, nervous people in the Braves clubhouse right now, you're absolutely correct because they're facing down elimination and they know that Citizens Bank Park is a near-impossible place to win it. It it was great. And the six home runs were obviously the highlight. Aaron Nola, another highlight. And outside of that, I mean, it it was just cake. The offense carried them. Aaron Nola shut them down. That's all it takes. That's how you win baseball games. And the Philadelphia Phillies did it in game three the environment too shout out to the fans shout out to you if you were down there and you're watching this probably <laughs> a little bit of a headache this morning uh if you were uh if you were out there i mean people complained in that rays series that started the postseason down in tampa the phillies weren't in it, obviously but the rays had a home series and they drew like 19,000 fans like, oh it's the middle of the day we can't get out of work that was a five o'clock start that stadium was packed at 4 30. How many people do you know that work till 4 p.m.? Not many, and yet Philadelphia stacks a stadium up. There were guys standing on the roof for Bryce Harper's monster home run. Like This fan base is just different than any other fan base in baseball, and that's why this is such a great place to play. That's why the Phillies got game three, and it's why they have a really good chance in game four. But coming up next, I'm going to talk about the turning point of this series. And no, it was not a home run or pitch or defensive play or anything it wasn't even in game we're gonna talk about it and i just i don't understand how anybody could be this dumb i really don't get it but hey what are you gonna do uh we'll discuss the comments (laughs) by the braves in between game two and three coming up as we continue locked on phillies and by the way braves phillies 8 7 p.m tonight game four elimination game not sure if you've heard about it you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that all up there. All right, let me tell you about our friends over at Fandle. They're sponsoring this episode, and they're a big sponsor of Locked On. And October Baseball is back. You're damn right it is. Did you watch the Phillies last night? October Baseball is all the way back. And you can make your postseason debut with Fandle, America's number one sportsbook. Join Join Fandle today. And you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. It's win or lose. You bet $5 on the Braves last night, guess what? You're still going to get $200 in bonus bets. It would have been a dumb bet because we knew the Phillies were going to win. But still, just visit Fandle.com slash locked on to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs. If you bet the Phillies would hit six last night, you're a rich person. To who will win the game? The Phillies. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to Fandle.com slash on right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with Fanduel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. All right. Let's talk about this because I don't get it at all. So we know how game two ended, right? Game two. Bryce Harper on first base, Nick Castellanos at the plate. He hits a ball that looks like it's got a chance to go. Michael Harris makes an outstanding play in right center field, throws the ball into the infield. They double up Bryce Harper on a bad base running mistake, an aggressive one, one that was rooted in, I think, the right intentions, but a bad base running mistake nonetheless. And in the clubhouse, Orlando Arcia, a reporter overheard him saying, ha-ha, attaboy Harper, mocking him for making that mistake. How dumb do you have to be to mock Bryce Harper? Are you kidding me? Like, you you have to be outside of your mind to do that. You just tied this series up, and the first thing you're going to do after that game is you're going to give bulletin board material to the best player on the opposing team, to the most clutch player on planet Earth right now like what are you thinking that's insane and guess what Bryce Harper he heard it and they show up him and Nick Castellanos show up to the game wearing coach prime stuff Now, coach prime coach of uh, University of Colorado Deion Sanders he has a say and when people say stuff about him and they've had plenty of stuff said about them at Colorado this year he says they just made it personal well That's what Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos were saying by wearing that gear. They made it personal. And guess what? The Phillies and those two took it personally. They each had multi-homer games. Bryce Harper, monster home runs. And guess what, man? Rounding second. already seen the pictures everywhere. One of the great, most iconic shots in the history of Philadelphia sports came out of this game with Bryce Harper rounding second. Staring into Orlando Arcia's soul. Arcia not looking at him. Figured. Why would he? He's basically costing his team the series by firing up Bryce Harper for no reason. But Bryce Harper staring at Arcia on the first home run. And then the second home run, right back to it again. And you know what I love? There's outrage and everything out there about a whole bunch of stuff from the Braves. The Braves fan base. A bunch of whiners, a bunch of crybabies right now, including that dumb mascot they have down there. Blooper needs to stay off social media and stop fighting with Phillies fans. But bottom line is, I'm hearing so much from out of like Braves social media and Braves Twitter and stuff like that. First off, people are mad about Bryce Harper doing the throat slash as he's crossing home plate. Guess what? The Phillies are coming to kill your season they obviously he stop trying to be like whiny obviously he's not wishing physical harm on the braves he's not saying he wants any of the braves players hurt no one's saying that but the throat slash that we're coming to kill your season that is what bryce harper's telling you and guess what he did last night he put it on life support so deal with it if you don't want him to do it maybe don't let him hit 800 foot home runs just a thought but also something they're complaining about is that Uh, The sanctity of the locker room. Uh, That shouldn't have been reported that Orlando Arcea was saying that. All right. I mean, you say something in a locker room while reporters are present. You have to understand that there's a chance it could be reported. Don't say something you don't mean. And don't talk trash that you can't back up. You talked. Bryce Harper heard. He answered the call. You didn't. Sorry about that. That's not the reporter's fault. That's not it's not desecration of the locker room or ruining the sanctity of the locker room. You know what happens in the Phillies locker room? They're in there playing ping pong, like putting beer buckets on their head and stuff like that. Sanctity of the locker room. It's a place where guys get dressed. It's a place where guys converse. It's a place where sometimes reporters hang out. This isn't a church. Orlando Arceo wasn't at confession with a priest. And said this, and then it got reported. He said it in the locker room in front of reporters. You got to deal with your actions, and you got to deal with the consequences. And right now, the consequences of what Orlando RC had to say is turning Bryce Harper into a madman, hell bent on destroying everything the Braves love. And I'm a, I'm here for it. I absolutely love it. And the rest of the Phillies, they feel it too. Bryce Harper's their leader. He's the guy. All right. When you come after him, you come after this whole team. Not to mention, you come after this whole city. This fan base heard it. It was reported, and everybody was reading it and tweeting about it. Like, there was no secret that Bryce Harper was going to take that personally. And he was asked about it after the game. And you know what? Bryce Harper's normally pretty good with this stuff. If he gets asked about something controversial, something not dealing with like the actual baseball aspect of things, it's normally either. I love the fans here, and he talks about how much he loves the city and everything like that, or he'll talk about baseball. Uh, he'll normally do talking guys up a lot more than talking down on guys. He didn't talk down on anybody, but he was asked post game about staring at Arcia, and he said, yeah. I stared right at him. <laughs> that was not by accident. That was not a, oh, I, don't, I don't know, I was rounding the bases. I, I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. No, that was intentional it stared right up i'll tell you what there are definitely some tensions between these two teams right now for sure this is going to be an insane game four tonight and it starts with that bryce harper element if he goes yard again that stadium could burn to the ground like i don't i don't know what's going to happen but there feels like there's a lot of animosity between these teams and not just like division rivals, playoff series. No, this is ratcheted up to another gear. I love it. This is what playoff baseball is supposed to be. This is what the dramatics of sports is supposed to be. And one of the things that you don't do is you don't make the opposing team's superstar, who, by the way, owns your franchise. Over the course of his career, he dominates the Braves. Don't make him angry. Like, it happens all the time. I'll, I'll tell you a little story. So when I was playing semi-pro ball, uh, I was at a game. It was not my day to pitch. My brother was actually on the mound. I played with him, and he was pitching. And a guy was, like, uh, chirping the catcher over, like, our catcher over something, a guy on the other team, big, strong dude, like a monster of a man. And they were yelling at each other, and he scores. And as he's scoring, he's, like, yelling at our catch, and our catcher's yelling back. And we're telling our catcher, like, dude, stop it. Stop yelling at him. Don't make him mad. Don't get him angry. Don't give him motivation. You know what happens? He comes up next to bat, first pitch fastball. He hits it, like, 420 to left field. An absolute nuke. And my brother was pissed at our catcher, rightfully so, because he made the opposing star player mad. And that's motivation. And that turns into focus. And focus turns into results. And that's a guy who was just playing random semi-pro baseball where I was playing baseball. Could you imagine doing that to Bryce Harper, the most dangerous hitter on the planet when he's not mad? <laughs> I might have to send Orlando Arcia an edible arrangement after this series is over. If the Phillies end up on the right side of this one, I might have to send him some flowers or some, like a thank you card or A fruit basket or something, because that was just, it's so dumb, but he did it. He's got to live with it. And now in game four, they're facing elimination. So coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about the game four matchup and what to look forward to tonight as the Phillies look to repeat last year nearly exactly. We'll discuss as we wrap up Lockland Phillies. First of all, I want to tell you about Jace Medical, okay? Uh, Think about a time, because we've all had it. Something goes wrong medically. Uh, You might be playing sports somewhere. You might be just going about your business in a day and something crazy happens. Maybe not to you. Maybe to a coworker, to a family member, to just a random person on the street, and you happen to be around and see it. Like, you don't know. That's what's so tough about medical emergencies. They can pop up anytime, and you want to be prepared. Okay? And with the Jace case, you can be prepared. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, you fill out a form, and then you get a prescription life-saving case of medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind, so you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. No, Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Uh, They've got everything you need. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected, and that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. I mean, it provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, and it's super important. I mean, it could be life-changing, life-saving. So, Go ahead and check out Jace Medical. Get $20 off on these life saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using our code here, locked on at checkout on jasemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. All right. Game four tonight, 8.07 p.m. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the Sirius XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. You'll be able to go ahead and check that out. It's A showdown for the ages. Ranger Suarez is going to be on the mound, attempting to replicate what he did in game one, which dominance, but only three and two-thirds innings worth of dominance because Rob Thompson managed it very, very tightly. Okay, he pulled him early. Like, you got to deal with it, whatever. It worked out. The bullpen was nice. That's awesome. I'd hesitate to do that again. But we'll see. I mean, it's all hands on deck for this one because you don't want to go back to Atlanta. As much momentum as the Phillies feel like they have right now, if the Braves win this game and you got to go play game five in Atlanta after losing a closeout opportunity at home, that's going to be a really tough spot. We'll cross that bridge if and when we come to it. The easy thing to do, go out and win tonight so you don't have to worry about it. The guy standing in your way, a mustachioed man by the name of Spencer Strider, who everybody in Philadelphia hates. Like, again, when I say hates, we're talking about sports hate. I've had the chance to talk to Spencer Strider a couple times fine person, not a bad guy. Like, but easy to root against. I brought this up the other day when I was talking on air on 97.5, the fanatic on, uh, when I do my radio show, uh, when you see a guy in the movies with a mustache, he's never the hero. He's the villain. (laughs) It's something about a mustache just makes you look like one of those old timey villains. That's going to like tie someone to the train tracks or whatever. Yeah. So you already got the hate the face and he made the comments about not wanting fans in the stadium. He was asked, like, a baseball hot take, something that he would change, and he said, I would go back to 2020, no fans in the stadiums, maybe in, like, the upper sections, but nothing in the lower bowl. Like, you don't need to be by the dugouts. (laughs) One, I hope Phillies fans sitting by the Atlanta dugout tonight are as loud as anybody on planet Earth. But two, uh, if you think making Bryce Harper mad is a bad thing, well – it's even worse. And this might sound crazy, but it's even worse to make the Philly fan base mad. To rile us up. We have the power of 40,000 Bryce Harpers coming at you. Now, none of them can hit, but I mean, maybe some people out in the stands would be able to swing the bat a little bit, but my point is this fan base is already loud in normal circumstances. Now you just took a closeout game and you ratchet it up by talking trash to Bryce Harper. Then you ratchet it up again with the comments from Spencer Strider about not wanting fans, I mean, that building is going to be louder tonight than it's ever been in its history. I cannot wait to see the environment at Citizens Bank Park. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be otherworldly. And Spencer Strider's got his work cut out for him. He lost game one. He was not good enough. And he was good, but he wasn't good enough because the Phillies shut out the Braves. It was a 3 nothing victory. It's not like Strider got shelled. But last time he was in this building, He absolutely did. And after losing game one, you don't think it's on his mind that he could lose game two? He's going to come out, and he's going to be motivated. But the Phillies, they are too. And this is the second time you've seen him in the series. It's also the second time they've seen Ranger Suarez. And the Braves are good against lefties. So you're going to have to see how that all plays out and how comfortable you are uh, in that situation. Rob Thompson might need to rely on a lot of bullpen arms tonight. But the good news is the bullpen's rather rested. Zach Wheeler got the job done in game two, personally. Unfortunately, the Phillies ended up losing it, but he did what he needed to do. Saved a lot of the bullpen. Aaron Nola saved a lot of the bullpen in Game 3. Now, you got guys ready to go. Kimbrell hasn't thrown. Alvarado's ready. Sorante Dominguez can go. I mean, uh, Gregory Soto can go. Orion uh, Kirkering, he threw last night. He can throw again. Young kid, he'll be good to go. His arm bounces back quick. Like, you have all your guys ready to go. You got a chance the step on the necks of the Atlanta Braves season. End it. Do not let them up off the mat a second time in this series. You did it in game two. Do not do it again. Go out there, and if you're going down to the game, make it as hard as possible on the Atlanta Braves. An 8.07 p.m. start. you have plenty of time to get down there and tailgate. You can also listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. But, yeah, we go to Warden night, and there's blood in the water. I really hope. I really hope that this is just another absolute beatdown, but I find it hard to believe that it will be. The Braves are going to give you their best shot, and they're still a 104 winning baseball, 104 game winning baseball team. They're a good team. They're very good players up and down that lineup. You're facing a very good pitcher, but that's playoff baseball. They're playing in the toughest environment on earth. So, I think the Phillies take it tonight. I do. I think it's a repeat of last year. I think they go out and they remind the Braves that they don't want any piece of this organization ever. And talking trash to Bryce Harper and talking trash to the Philly fans is not the way you have success in this city. It's the way that you get set on a quick flight back to Georgia and don't come back. All right, let's go. I'm fired up. I can't wait for 8 o'clock tonight. I'm already working myself up, and I'm recording this at noon. Like, I cannot wait for the environment and everything. And folks, just drink it in tonight because we're witnessing one of the great, great series in Phillies postseason history. It feels like we've seen this. Hopefully it ends the same way. Thank you so much for checking out Locked on Phillies. Appreciate it. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, You guys are the best. Thank you. Also, thank you. I forgot to mention 200,000 downloads yearly on the podcast. That's awesome. I got excited when I when we hit 100,000 last year. We doubled that this year. It's great. Credit to you guys for following along. Thank you so much. I really, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate it. Let's keep this thing rolling. Hopefully a lot more Phillies baseball to talk about this year. And uh, I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.